Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this Xbox podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's Xbox gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Sea of Solitude. Out this week, Dowling's Invasion, Soul Seraph, Grass Cutter Mutated Lawns, Blazing Chromes, Ajalus, Redeemer Enhanced Edition, Lethal League Blaze, and Streets of Rogue. A reminder for the Game Pass releases in July, you can currently now play Middle-Earth Shadow of War, My Time at Porta, and Undertale. On July 11th, you can play Blazing Chrome, Dead Rising 4, Lego City Undercover, Time Spinner, and Unavowed. Games leaving Game Pass in July, on July 16th is Lego Movie the Video Game, and on July 31st are as followed. Dendara, Dead Rising 2, Hitman Complete First Season, Metal Slug XX, Defense Grid The Awakening, Hexic 2, and Iron Brigade. Now, on to last week's biggest news stories, and we have 9 to cover this week. Number 1. What Developers Think of Xbox Game Pass Edwin Evans Thurwell at Eurogamer reports, Subscription gaming services such as Xbox Game Pass, EA Access, and PlayStation Now have become a good deal for players, or at least a good way of ensuring you never reach the bottom of your pile of shame. But are they always a fair deal for developers? The details of these partnerships remain closely guarded, but in a panel discussion at Game Lab last week hosted by GameIndustry.biz editor-in-chief Matt Hendron, some of the people behind Crusader Kings, Rhyme, Cube, and Inside offered broad thoughts on Xbox Game Pass in particular. Quote, Consumers want as many games as possible, as free as possible, and you can't get anything for free so you need to find the right price, but that's the angle, began Dino Patty, co-founder of Playdead, and latterly, Somerville developer Jumpship. Quote, developers need to look at what does this get me, and for me, and I might be biased, but I think the way business is for Game Pass, it's the first time it's actually what I consider fair for developers. All the other times I've been suggested subscription, it's never worked out because they don't know what developers need, and in the end, it is the developers putting a game out for free. Patty went on adding, with Xbox Game Pass, they're doing it correctly for the developers. If most other developers feel the same, and I can't imagine why anyone wouldn't be happy with Xbox Game Pass from a player perspective, it instills further confidence in me that Game Pass will be here for years to come and that the brand will continue to thrive. Number 2. Xbox Live Games with Gold for July 2019 have been announced. Posted on Major Nelson's blog, on Xbox One, Xbox Live Gold members can download Inside for free during the month of July. Big Crown Showdown will be available as a free download from July 16th to August 15th. On Xbox 360, starting July 1st, Castlevania Symphony of the Night will be free for Xbox Live Gold members through July 15th. Then on July 16th, Xbox Live Gold members can download Meet the Robinsons for free through July 31st. Please play Inside. If you know nothing of the game, go into it blind. It's the best way to experience this game. It's a puzzle game that stays with you once you beat it. I personally will finally check out Castlevania Symphony of Night as this is the game that spawned a genre with Metro games in Metroidvanias, and I have never played it. Number 3. Industry Analyst claims Xbox is still working on a streaming exclusive console. Sam Cork at True Achievements writes, Industry expert and general Microsoft snooper Brad Sams has heard rumblings that, despite Lockhart probably being shelved, Microsoft are still working on two consoles. Instead of the cheaper option being a lightweight version of Project Scarlet's beastly main console, however, this new Xbox will be an entirely stripped-back device that exclusively uses streaming to play games and potentially has a drastically lower price point to match. Sams explains in a video on his YouTube channel that this rumored box will be a lower power, low latency device that plugs straight into xCloud for all of its gaming. Effectively, the box is there as a halfway house. You can connect your controller to the box, and the box connects to the cloud, allowing for a lower latency experience than, say, simply pairing the controller to a smart TV. 
It appears the focus has shifted at Xbox to developing more of a Chromecast option, similar to that device's use with Google Stadia, which I think is the right approach for Microsoft. If you can make a smaller device priced at around $75, more people with good internet will be more inclined to purchase it for multiple rooms in the house if they plan on using the xCloud streaming service. I'm excited to hopefully hear more Gamescom in August or XO19 in November. Number 4, Gears 5 vs Multiplayer Test kicks off on July 17th. Dana Sisson on Xbox Wire notes, Included with your Xbox Game Pass membership or as part of your Gears 5 pre-order, the tech test will be available to download starting July 17th with online play being active from July 19th through July 21st, and then active again on July 26th through the 29th. Multiplayer fans of all types can enjoy these weekend test sessions as you'll get to play Escalation, their updated competitive game type, along with Arcade, a new and approachable multiplayer game type, and longtime fan favorite King of the Hill. For players new to Gears or those that want to practice their skills and learn new mechanics we've added, our new training mode bootcamp. The tech test also features a short tour of duty, which is a series of challenges for players to earn content. Completing all these challenges unlocks an exclusive tech test banner. Players can also unlock 3 versus weapon skins by completing some additional challenges. Personally, I'm excited for the Gears 5 campaign, but since this is included in my Game Pass membership, I'm sure I'll check it out. Game Pass getting more value each week. Number 5. Cuphead Studio MDHR delays first DLC until 2020. Chris Holt at Engadget reports, Fans of run-and-gun shooter Cuphead have surely been waiting patiently for the arrival of the game's first expansion, which Studio MDHR announced at E3 2018. You might have been expecting to get the grips with new playable character Miss Chalice, weapons, charms, and even more friendly difficult bosses sometime over the next few months, but the delicious last course DLC has now been delayed until next year. Studio MDHR said it was pushing back the release date of the expansion to make sure the new adventure meets the meticulous level of care and quality we always strive for. The developer also suggests it's hoping to avoid the crunch culture that permeates the game's industry, whereby developers are often encouraged or required to work a vast amount of overtime to finish a project promptly. Quote, the development of the original game taught us a great deal about the importance of making things in a way that's healthy and sustainable for our team, the studio wrote in a blog post. Cuphead is by far one of the coolest, hardest, and most beautiful games I have ever played and yet to beat. It's just so hard. I'm glad Studio MDHR is respecting their team to take care of making this DLC by looking to avoid crunch and doing it right. Take all the time you need. Number 6. Alan Wake Publishing Rights Acquired by Developer Remedy Matt Perslow at IGN writes, Remedy Entertainment has acquired the publishing rights to Alan Wake, the supernatural horror it developed originally exclusive for Microsoft's Xbox 360. As detailed in a report from Global Newswire, Remedy has just received a one-time payment of 2.5 million euros for royalties on previously released games. In relation to this, the publishing rights of Alan Wake games are reverted to Remedy, the announcement said. Interestingly, earlier this year Remedy explained that it actually owns the rights to the Alan Wake IP, but that it's never quite as simple as that. With the development, it would appear that while Remedy owned the IP, the publishing rights lay solely with Microsoft, and so it would not have been easy for the studio to simply make a sequel. With both the IP and publishing rights now in its hands, it may be that things are much more simple for Remedy to revisit the world of Bright Falls. In my opinion, a personally puzzling move by Microsoft, Xbox needs exclusives with brand recognition, and that although Alan Wake never sold blockbusters, it has a cult following and people know the name. In a time where they're just trying to build up their first party lineup, they sign away a key IP of their last generation, just seems off. Number 7, Apex Legends Ranked Mode, all you need to know about the ranked leagues. For James at Games Radar details, there's 6 leagues in the new Apex Legends Ranked Mode, Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond, and Apex Predator. Starting from Bronze, players can earn ranked points and progress through the leagues, with each division split up into 4 tiers, Bronze 1, 2, etc, except for Apex Predator. Apex Legends Ranked Mode is then split up in a series, which is essentially a season, but specifically for 
for ranked mode. The first series will last for the duration of Season 2, July through September, but that won't always be the case. Sometimes the ranked series will be longer or shorter, as Repon sees fit to adjust it. Playing matches cost ranked points, with bronze games being free all the way to Apex Predator games which cost 5 ranked points each. You can earn a maximum of 17 ranked points per match you play if you win the game and get 5 kills. You also need to be at least ranked 10 in order to play ranked, which should deter people from making multiple smurf accounts. I was addicted to Apex Legends when it first came out, but once I got all the achievements and the first season didn't catch me, I fell out of it. This does intrigue me to get back in. I hope the community enjoys it. Number 8 Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Blackout loses split-screen support. Owen S. Good at Polygon notes, About as quietly as it was added to the game, split-screen play in Call of Duty Black Ops 4's Battle Royale Blackout mode has been removed. Players noticed the feature was no longer in the game this week following Black Ops 4's most recent patch. A Treyarch representative on Reddit checked with the development team and was told that split-screen has been disabled as we evaluate some known issues. A big deal I'm sure for a small audience enjoying the option with their friends. I wanted to include this story as I've actually played split-screen blackout a fair amount of times with one of mine, and yes the frame rate is horrible, but it's nice to have had the option when we're together. Number 9, Call of Duty Modern Warfare lets you reload while aiming down the sights. Eddie Makic at GameSpot writes, Infinity Ward has shared some new details about how reloading works in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it includes some notable changes. Starting off you'll be able to reload in aim down sights, or ADS. That sounds like a small change, but it's significant because previous Call of Duty games did not support this. According to animation director Mark Kurdsby, this will keep players in the action better. Yes, a small change, but a significant adjustment in the almost standard Call of Duty gun gameplay. I personally cannot wait to play this. As always, before we end the show, we all learn an Xbox fun fact together. Today's. When Peter Moore asked for $1.15 billion to have the Xbox 360's recall after the Red Ring of Death problem, Steve Ballmer said yes without a moment's hesitation. This decision probably saved the Xbox brand because that was a horrible look for Microsoft and Xbox. I'm pretty sure everyone knows someone or personally that has had an Xbox 360 that got the Red Ring of Deaths. Thank you guys all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I finally finished Halo Reach. It was probably my favorite Halo game right now as I'm going back through the series. I did jump into Outer Wilds for about an hour or two, and it's hooked me, but I don't know how I quite feel about it yet. It gave me some feelings I've never had in a game before, and it doesn't hold your hand at all, so I'm a bit lost, but excited to keep playing. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Broza93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.